brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Lease the 2024 RX 350 Premium All-Wheel Drive for $5.28 a month for 36 months with $49.99 to its signing. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm C.G. Erickson. And today, Alan Fuchs is here joining us. <laughs> hey, what's up? And I said it right because before we started, I had to ask how to pronounce it because I thought it was because it's F-U-K-S. For years, I thought it was Alan Fux. So when they had us on the same show and asked us to be clean, yeah, I was like, his name's Alan Fux. There's a guy named Alan (laughs) Fux here and they just asked us to be clean. (laughs) So now I, I know. I just thought because you have a popular podcast that was about sex. I believe you still do it all the time. So uh, I thought, yeah, I thought you changed it, but no, it's Fuchs, which you just let me know. <laughs> yeah. No, I listen, it's, uh, it's an understandable <laughs> mistake, but um, yeah, I, I get it. I think uh, Jeff Green did like a, an article a while back, like a long time ago when I changed, when I went back to Fuchs, Fuchs is my real last name. So I was born a Fuchs. It's on my birth certificate. Um, and then my family changed it from Fuchs to, to Finn when I was about, I think, around 16 years old. Um, I think I got a deal or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But um, so <laughs> Finn has been my fake name. And, and Fuchs is my real name. <clears throat> and it had nothing to do with the podcast either. But, the, you know, I, I, could, I totally understand the it's a sex podcast and you know i thought it was um, like this guy fucks like this guy, de- yeah. this guy definitely fucks that's what i thought it was but the most on the nose uncreative porno name you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. well now <laughs> now i know yeah um uh, okay so the first thing i want to talk about is i got an email from i believe a listener I'm sure a listener, because I think that's how they got my email and they were asking me for advice. And I was like, well, can I, can I bring this to the podcast? And they gave me permission, but anonymous. Okay. So here is the email and then we will say what we think. Hi, actually I am in love with the married man. He loves, he too loves me. He told me that he will marry me. That's why I accepted his proposal. But two years back, he denied and said he couldn't marry me. Can you help me with this? Will he marry me? So that's the email that I received. Um, Do you guys want to go first? And then I'll say what I think. I think Alan is probably (laughs) the expert in this this kind of affair. 
I don't... Well, for, first of all, there, there's a problem with this this whole notion of like, like this, this this everyone is is lying either to themselves or to other people in this relationship, and the fact that you would even want to be married to someone who who would have an affair, and again, I don't know these people. Maybe you know there's there's stuff going on that I'm sure he, they're all wonderful people, but. <laughs> that's not a good that's not a good start you know you don't want to start off with someone who's treating you as a side piece and then your goal is to get married i i don't know it, it's um i i is it that bad out there is it that hard <laughs> to find good dick and i think that's the problem right you'll get confused they get one good characteristic out of a guy and they're blown away and <laughs> And they forget they're like all these negatives too, you know? And like, we see that with marriage, like people get married all the time and they, you know, it's, it's like a royalty cosplay, right? Like you, you dress, you think you're the white, the bride thinks she's a princess and she, she treats us like, like he's, you know, her Prince, uh, Prince Harry or something. And it's so ridiculous. It's, it's like, he, he's, a, he's a plumber from Jersey. He's, He's right. an alcoholic gambling degenerate. Why are we pretending? Two fives. This a pious. This is what. This is an event with you know with pious people, and this is, like there's nothing pure about any of this shit, you know. So, and he's not that great. You're just like, your marriage to me is like overselling to people. Like it, it's the it's the height of lying. So it's a very so optimistic way to look at. <laughs> It is. It's you're lying. You're lying to yourself about how great this person is, and God forbid they're as they're as good as you think they are. Because if they're as good as you think they are, that means they're better than you. Yeah. Right. And then you have this 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 power, this uneven power dynamic that's going to cause you so much anxiety in your life. Mm -hmm. But then, because it's never fifty fifty, and then then like if they're lower than you, then I mean, what are you doing? You know, what are you what are you doing with this loser? And then you're lying, to, but you're lying to yourself because you're going to the marriage, to the, to the wedding ceremony. And then you're lying to the people in the ceremony that this is this guy's a catch. It's not a catch. <laughs> nope. I mean, how many catches are there? They're like almost no catches. <laughs> I, I mean, how many weddings have you been to where you're like no one here is winning? <laughs> <laughs> so her goal, she's got to bring her goals to a more realistic level. Her goal is just. Be a homewrecker, continue as a homewrecker, destroy his life, the wife's, the his his wife's life, and your own life. So you get on with the next thing and do it as quickly as possible. <laughs> because right now she's doing it in slow motion. <laughs> no, he was the perfect person to ask that to. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I am. I am a little speechless in terms of what to add, but I will. I will add because I have seen certain situations where the person leaves the person that they're married to and it works out. And then I've seen situations where they never leave, even though they say or that they say they're going to leave. And like Alan said, I don't ever think it's great to start when someone is lying to someone else because trust is so important and you're building on broken blocks in a sense. So it's like, sometimes life just happens and you fall in love with someone who's in a relationship. But then at that point, I think you're supposed to try to be 
as honest as possible, as quickly as possible. And if it starts to drag, then you're like, all right, we're both having issues setting boundaries and standards. And then at that point, I think it's better to be alone than to torture yourself. I think it's pretty torturous. Like you were talking about anxiety. I would be a wreck in that. I need a partner who's really going to to be there and have a real life with me. So I would say, you know, maybe he'll leave his wife. Maybe he'll marry you. But uh, I would just get out of that situation for now because it sounds extremely painful and unhealthy. If you can, sometimes it's easier said than done and you're stuck and you can't get out. And that's when therapy and healing work and all that stuff can come in. Do you want to add yeah, anything? Get, get, get out of that situation and get over love. <laughs> love. Love itself is a terrible foundation for a relationship. You want to be as autistic as possible with the other person. You want to have all your walls up and you want to make it a purely utilitarian um, dynamic where you can use whatever goods and services this person can provide and vice versa. And it's purely transactional. And now you have a reason to be together. And then, and then when you don't, it's not, you're not devastated. You, you move on to the next person. So walls up, guards up, get over love. And and I I'm not and maybe I'm being a little too I'm being a little um maybe I'm taking that a little too a little too far but <laughs> what I'm saying is like maybe go for the warm fuzzies elsewhere you know a relationship should be more about um here's what I'm doing for you this is what you're doing for me and um and, <laughs> and treat it like a like an above average job. <laughs> So I'm not so, going to co-sign that statement, <laughs> but we can agree to disagree. I mean, I definitely think in a relationship, love should be there, but I think it should be reciprocal. That's what I'm going to take out of that is that there should be give and take, like you should both feed each other and make it more able for each other to live a good life. Like if the person's helping to pull apart things, so the foundation of your life's crumbling, like it's harder to get to work, it's harder to do stuff. That's not the right thing, no matter what. I do deeply believe in love, but whether you do or don't, make sure you are getting back what you're putting in or you will be drained. Yes, get back what you put in. Um, I'm not saying be a sociopath, but I'm, I'm, you know, have compassion. Like if the person, you know, their car, your, your partner's car broke down and you have a car, yeah, pick them up, you know? Yeah. If, uh, if, there, if, if it's raining, you have an umbrella, yeah, let them go under your umbrella, you know? Don't give them the umbrella. You let them, <laughs> what, yeah. whatever leftover space under your umbrella, they can try to use that. You but don't that gives give them it over and, and now you're reinforcing an uneven power dynamic. <laughs> so, you, so you have to maintain strong red lines, even when there's an umbrella involved. Alan, are you in a relationship right now? Yes. <laughs> and I'm shocked that it's lasted this long. <laughs> How long have you been in a relationship? Um, it, it's been about five years now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So he's saying he did it right. That's the way you do it. And then it lasts. No, I told her right away. You know, <laughs> I, you know, there's a good chance I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I'll, I'll, I'll be here for you, you know, like if you're hungry, I, I, I can solve your hunger problems, you know, I can, I can solve like, like I, I'm a good problem solver, so I'll be there for you with, with problems and, um, and you know, like I'll, I'll cuddle and uh, whatever else you need, you know. Well, I'm thinking if this guy, what if he's the fucking man? The married dude? What if he's the man? What if, like what Alan said, there aren't many catches out there. And this guy's the fucking man. And so this lady, you know, she's just trying, she, she knows he's, you know, if he's, he was the man. he's got it. If he was the man, he would not be living a lie, in my opinion. He can be the man if he gets the courage to work his way out of that and find love or, or just do whatever he's supposed to do. Maybe he's meant to work on his marriage, I don't know. But I think you can't really be that good of a catch if you're that deep and be steeped in being hidden, like my favorite people are pretty honest, you know, like. But what if just like the more women you have, the more the man you are. But like that's kind of proof of how good you're doing things. And some people would say it might be. Not me. I don't say that. But some people would. And so. If this guy's just got not catches, catches wouldn't say such a thing. Or what if like he's just too tied in financially with this woman, you know, with the, with his wife, and so like he hasn't been able to snap it off just yet, but he knows, you know, at some point he he will. I mean, it's a little sketchy, but I don't know the people. I would need to know the people, and I know if if the woman's our listener, she's a great catch. I can make a, some, some assumptions about this guy. Um, he's living a meaningless existence and he's too dumb to understand the uh, existential nightmare that he's facing. And this is avoidant behavior. Um, so this is, this is how he's filling that, that, that spiritual hole. Um, he, he thinks like, oh, if I just rack up numbers, I can distract m- myself from the fact that death is looming and, um, you know, I've, uh, I, I, I do, my existence uh, is meaningless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we really helped this <laughs> listener, but we definitely gave opinions, all, possibly <laughs> options. I feel it's like just, we helped a lot of people today. I don't know. I, think, I, I feel like Alan I mean, helped I think a lot I of people. I made it much, much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I just think life is definitely tricky. There are lots of grays. There have been scenarios that I got in that I wasn't proud of, that I, as quickly as I could, worked my way out of. I don't think having multiple women, that's like an old belief system that needs to go. It doesn't make anyone happy. It just leads to drama and then dudes having banged up wieners at the end that can't even work. So it's like, treat your penis right. Don't think that the more you gather, the merrier. That could be the more germs. It could be the more drama. Like really, really understand who you're, you know, touching privates with, I think is also just smart. You know, we get very attached. Even people who think they don't, I believe we're swimming in each other's energy fields. So just, you know, protect yourself. (laughs) Don't let anyone just swim in that poontang or get a get don't, a don't get a just, ride on that that magic stick don't let just anyone swim in that poon tank that's what she's trying to say yeah 
everyone should raise their standards unless they're already raised. And in that case, congrats. All right. <laughs> Next topic. Um, so I did watch an episode of the new Kardashians thing on Hulu. I didn't like watch the full, full thing, but there was one piece that did get me where uh, Kim's son was on Roblox and this like thing popped up advertising a sex tape, like another sex tape or whatever. And I don't even know if another one exists, but she got really emotional and I just think, and this is my opinion, you guys can share yours, but I think things like revenge porn is so tacky and sad. Like the fact that Ray J is still kind of like, look at this sex tape from Kim years ago. It's like, dude, like she's moved on. Like, it's just so invasive. And I really just want all of that to go away. Like people in relationships, sometimes that dumb videoing or smart video videoing happens, but like using it against the person when they've moved on just seems really sleazy. So I hope nothing comes out. I do feel for her in that. I don't think it's cool. Yeah, I think, um, I think we should bring back duels. Because <laughs> some of these stories, they go on too long, you know? So like if Ray J could have a duel with Kim Kardashian and only one survives, and that could just put this whole thing to to. I thought to you were gonna say with like her man, but you put Kim in the duel herself. <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought you were gonna have her man fight in the duel for her, but I feel like Ray J would kill her. Pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, like that's a really awful. No guns. You we don't know. She could have. She could be fast in the draw. You don't know. Oh oh, a gun duel. Oh wait yeah. wait. I guess that's what a duel is. Oh, you're thinking like like a what like jousting or something? I was thinking like you slap him in the face with a glove, and then you're no, no, no. We we gotta like I want trial by some form of combat, and and when it ends, it ends, you know. And maybe like she could put I, listen. It'd be even better throwing Pete Davidson to fight Ray J, <laughs> and Ray J would get what he wants. He get the attention that he's clearly desperate to. But to one get. of them would die. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> we're kind of headed in that direction, you know. You are, you I are right. You're a problem solver. <laughs> I most definitely want them to bring back gladiators and have like, you know, just empty the prisons. Like you have to fight to the death if you're in jail. Like you just, you know, that's what you do with the, the people in prison. I don't know that that's great. Like if I, if I went to prison or something, cause you know, that could happen. <laughs> but, but I do think those days were like underrated. I would love to watch that. I would love. That's really sick. We would go every Friday night, Kate. We would go to <laughs> no, watch the wouldn't. Gladiators. Dude, you would love it. After the first no, time. Wouldn't. No, you think you're too high and mighty now because <laughs> you're an American. And you you know, you have good morals and stuff like that. If we were, if we had Gladiators, oh, it would be the no. shit. That has ended because for a reason. We'd watch it's it in barbaric. 4K on our, on our 4K TV, QLED. And dude, it just to see like, you know, like grubby little itchy, itchy Larry fighting like, you know, this other guy, like they have to kill each other with whatever weapons. That would be so fucking awesome. Be terrible and immoral. That's like I just, I, I just like the idea of resolution of any kind. So we could <laughs> all move on. Right. <laughs> so however we get there, I'm 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 fine. <laughs> 
Like, I think if that show, like, remember when they used to do bum fights and they used to pay the bums, like, to fist fight each other? Like, I thought that was a pretty good premise. That's the sickest thing I've ever heard, and I didn't even know that existed. If it was kill each other, that would be fucking huge, dude. Oh, my God. Everybody who watches the movies The Purge, and, you know, they, they they watch Spartacus on Stars. That's that's an older reference, but, yes. Everyone who watches that shit would love it. And there's millions of people who watch that shit. See, I'd be more, instead of bum fights. Which bum wants it more? See, like, instead of bum fights, I'd be more interested in rich people fighting. (laughs) Like, uh, I want to see, like, the Koch brothers fighting to to keep their tax breaks. (laughs) You know, I want to see old, rich guys who are so money hungry. And the the greed is just, it's all out there in this, like, vulgar display. I think I think we should see more of that so people know who would win: uh, Elon Musk card. versus Jeff Bezos. Yeah, Elon. Yeah. Elon, I think though. And, and only one can have a, a dick a dick shaped shuttle, you know, at the end of it. <laughs> I think that'd be great. <laughs> get rid of this, again. This will also get rid of redundancies. You know, we don't need Bezos and Musk. You know, we could just have one. And and we'll be they much can run both of them. <laughs> yeah, they're both they're both good enough at it. Okay. So. See, I just felt like they didn't have really anything to fight for that would really. I, I feel like you really got to get somebody in a frenzy, and so I did think you know it's horrible if you actually watch the bum fights. It's really sad, but like I feel like they were on to something if they got the right bums. Like you need the right bums to like you know like encourage you like to like to lift your spirits and, and restore honor in the people like you need a bum that you can like the movie gladiator like he wasn't you need somebody to inspire you like they just they found the wrong bums but i feel like i want to take that over. you know what inspired him point. was they like they murdered his whole family in gladiator it was like sick like we need to like not do like no but what's awesome is like he but then he just goes and kills people maybe a show to do with it. May, if we want to do a competing homeless show give them both ten thousand. check in with them in a month see who's the most you know has progressed the most they don't have to fight for the ten thousand. no i just feel like ufc homeless edition is not like in in what i'm what i'm thinking See, I, I like Gladiator. Gladiator's a classic, but I, I think I'd be more interested to to see like what if Russell Crowe came back and he actually he always hated his family. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back and he's and that it, it has no impact on him whatsoever. He's like and then he has to go figure out who he is. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that'd be a much more interesting movie. <laughs> <laughs> You got to talk to someone about that, <laughs> that remake. <laughs> um, so I don't know, Alan, if you saw this, I made CG watch, but Harry Styles performed at Coachella and I'm not normally a huge Harry Styles fan. I have nothing against him. I like some of his songs. I'll hear him on the radio. Wait, wait, can I clear one thing up? Yes. It's not because I don't like bums or oh people God. in prison. <laughs> It's that I would want them paid <laughs> handsomely if they won. I just I want to give them a chance for to be to be someone. That so go ahead. Next question. 
Thanks. But I mean, when you're talking about bums, I mean, that is one way to address the issue of, of poverty and homelessness. Um, I think another way is And to, then there's one less homeless guy you have to worry about doesn't have a home. If it was you guys running for office versus Trump, <laughs> I might have to vote for Trump. Trump really. Your guys' uh, problem solving <laughs> actions are very worrisome. Well, he, I'm just saying, the one homeless guy just came out. He's not homeless anymore. He, he's at least at the Holiday Inn. And the other homeless <laughs> guy's not homeless anymore because he's in heaven. Oh, my God. Jesus. This is like Squid Game, in a sense. Yeah, I, that's I, why everybody loved it. I, I think Elon Musk we, um, can really help with this, where we can have like a homeless <laughs> shuttle. And I just have them orbiting the Earth. <laughs> and they get to have fun, you know? <laughs> I, I don't think are there can you smell in space? Oh my god. <laughs> 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 and it's like it's out of sight, out of mind, right? I once also... again do not come. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get fed, you know, they've got they don't have to worry about weather anymore. You know, these, the, the biggest hurdle just adjusting to zero gravity. Um, it's you can't like it's really hard to hurt somebody when you're like all floaty. <laughs> that's true. All I right. feel like you have to choke them out. Like that's that move still works in zero gravity. <laughs> the yeah, choke, but... the, they're behind the back chokehold. I feel like that still works in zero gravity. I will. I'll be interested to find out. You know what wasn't written on my topics ideas? How to deal with the homelessness situation. <laughs> yeah, we have to get rid of the, these very, you know, lax involuntary. Like there, there are a lot of like different, like you know about involuntary holds? Involuntary no, it's so what? Holds. It's so hard to grab someone off the street and put them in a mental institution. And, and that, that's a big problem in our society, in, in New York at least. I think in other, in other states it's a little bit easier. But in New York, everyone has a lot of rights and you know if they're if they're out and about be like, that dude's that. fucked up what that dude's fucked up you're coming with us you yeah can't just do that and i feel like you yes you're right you should be able to do that everybody knows that dude's fucked up i think i, I think if 90 percent of the subway car agrees you're crazy <laughs> you should instantly be taken away like like yeah like if I'm commuting about? to work and I see even the tip of your dick, you need to go, <laughs> you need to, go to space for a while. You get away from us. Oh. Oh. <laughs> if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. <laughs> okay, so going back to Harry Styles performing at Coachella, and yeah. I'm not normally, like I said, a huge Harry Styles fan, I've somewhat talked about how he wears a lot of dresses 
I'm like, do whatever. But I normally don't look at him in any kind of sexual light. But when he performed with Shania Twain at Coachella, he like, I didn't know he had been a huge fan of hers and that they had talked for years, but like he brought her out. And I have to say, like, she like rubbed on his chest and was like kind of getting up in there. And it was the first time it made me see him actually as like a man. Cause he kind of like stiffened up. And that was like his, you know, he was singing. I he's feel like, like fangirling. He was singing. I feel like a woman, like at but face. she still managed to like, you know, get, get that little hand in there. And I don't know, he like kind of puffed up a bit and look, Harry can do whatever he wants. I really support anyone following their truth, but I did kind of like the Shania Twain, Harry Styles vibe, even though they're both with other people. I, uh, I don't know. It was pretty fascinating and unexpected. I don't know if you guys, I know I showed you and you didn't really feel anything <laughs> at all from it. Did you see this Alan or no? I just felt no. like- I know he's wearing dresses a lot, but I haven't seen the, the performance. Yeah. Have you ever worn a dress? No, I've never worn. Uh, no, that's not true. I did a sketch in which I played, uh, the Statue of Liberty as a prostitute. So I wore a mini skirt and I wore whatever the hell, the, her gown, what is that? Not even a gown, what, what would you call her? It is the, kind of a gown. Is there a gown like where the bottom is cut like so it's a mini skirt like that you can buy sexy <laughs> Statue of Liberty for Halloween? Like there, no, like that? You'd be surprised what's out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's sad because I actually started picturing it not on you, but I was like, wait, that might look hot on a chick. Like if it's a <laughs> tattered up statue of Liberty, slutty Statue of Liberty costume. I looked oddly better dressed as a green woman. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like trying to, um, I, I was like curious, can I like, like if I pretend like, you know, I was, I was actually, I was acting, but um, you know, like I, I want to see like, can I get anyone interested? And, and paying for me as a Statue of Liberty for a night, you know, a night of pleasure, whatever. <laughs> and uh, and a, a bunch of cars stopped, you know? I, I think I could have I could have sold this, you know? Okay, but, so um, you were- It was real life? You were like, you were taping people in real life? It was it was like a, a hybrid, it was a sketch that was like a hybrid of like written stuff and like uh, real life, you know, like, like having like real people in it. Nice. So, yeah. The, the, like the, a man the on the street, a man on the like street sketch. Street a little bit, yeah. But it had like, um, we we had like a story arc and and a bunch of scripted parts, <laughs> you know. So we had one. So this is like when the statues, um, you know, everyone wanted to tear down all the, you know, a lot of the problematic statues, right? And some of them, yeah, rightfully so, should have been torn down. Um, so we had a fake protest staged to tear down the Statue of Liberty. So we had about like 15 people, <laughs> actors, who got together and said, we're going to tear down the Statue of Liberty today. And- <laughs> Did you have like picket signs and shit? Or like- yeah, 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 we had picket nice. signs. And uh, yeah, and like bystanders and people online, we only released that clip at first, thought that like we really were protesting and we really thought that we were going to tear down the Statue of Liberty with just 15 oh. people. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> was, was, there were so many like rageful comments like about <laughs> you know do these morons have any concept of physics <laughs> do they have any, you know all that stuff so 
It was fun. It's really neat to pull people. Really, yeah, yeah. It's online. I'll, I can send it to you. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, but uh, what were you talking about before? Dev, you ever worn a dress? I wore one. Oh, like, the dress thing. Yeah. We did a skit when I was like in like what grade? Ninth grade, maybe. We did a skit, and I I played a girl in the skit. So I wore like a dress. It was like a tight sleeveless dress. How'd you feel? I felt I looked kind of jacked in the dress because it was like <laughs> sleeveless and it was kind of tight. So, and, and I was in good shape back then. And so um, I felt like all right about it. <laughs> I felt all right about it. Well, you know, like I, I still felt like a man, like it wasn't me auditioning as like a woman. Like, how would I be as a woman? I just, I like that I look, still looked a little bit manly in the dress. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I would wear a muumuu every day to have Harry Styles' career. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Alan, you're Russian, and now we've got this war going on. Oh, how- damn, you had to get racial. <laughs> I had to bring the race card in. Well, ha- I'm Russian and Ukrainian. Hey, we look Are like you trying to get me canceled? Out, and then you had to bring the Russian shit in. <laughs> damn. I'm Russian and Ukrainian, but I know that you have, I'm more detached from my Russian heritage than you are. So how are you feeling about everything? Do you have feelings on it? Do you feel super detached since you are here? Like what, how are you feeling about the whole thing? Well, um, you know, I've always said, I I think Putin doesn't go far enough. (laughs) And... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like how he doesn't give a fuck. I like, this is really refreshing. And you know, he's just uh he's showing a little too much compassion here. No, oh my um, God, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> well here here's the thing. Alan doesn't give two fucks. That's the that's the name. <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> my comedy special is gonna be called Zero Fuchs Given. So oh nice, nice. Yeah, I gotta stay on brand. Um yes. No, so here's the deal. So like I'm I used to say I'm Russian because Americans are stupid and they have no concept of geography, you know? People don't have people live in New York, they they can't tell you where Queens is, you know? So, I mean rightfully so, Queens sucks, but um <laughs> I live here, it sucks. But <laughs> I, I agree Manhattan is the center of the universe. Um <laughs> but yeah, but I always said Russian because people are morons. They had no clue what Ukraine was up until like about a month and a half ago. Um, but in reality, my family is from Kiev. You know, I okay. still have uh, my father's aunt. I still have family that's that's living there right now. She's on dialysis, his, his aunt. Um, and she got stuck there. And, you know, like an idiot, like she stayed even though the signs are all there, you know, um, that he was going to invade. But, you know, I feel horrible for them. They're stuck there. And they have to deal with this right now. It's absolutely insane. Um, it, it's, uh, we, we kind of fucked them, you know? We, they, they, they had nukes and we told them, get rid of the nukes and we, we'll have your back. And then they're like, all right, you have our back? And are like, Oh, well, you know, kind of, kind of moved on since then. And, you know, we, we don't love you the way we used to. And now it's just, uh, you know, we just said what he had to, to fuck you, you know, 
Yeah. So, yeah. um, so that's basically up. what it is. And now like, they're, they're like, what the fuck? Like we had, we had, we had nukes, we would have, this would never have happened, you know? So like you left us in a lurch. Um, so that's why, you know, I think it's great that the United States is sending weapons to Ukraine, but the guy, you know, Putin's not going to stop until he completely destroys every, every last structure, every last life form in there. He doesn't care, you know? So, um, people are saying hopefully it won't escalate to world war three. Um, which to me is like, I mean, is life really that great? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you want to see World War Three in your lifetime? What do you, what, I was what just we, saying, as long as it's want to see what, like Doctor Strange twenty five. We get the point. He's like a wizard. All right, you know. How many more Batmans do we have to see? Oh, we watched the new Batman last night. That shit was tight. It's it great. Was. No, it's tight. It's, it's it's awesome. But you know, do I have to like live long enough to see like like Harry Styles as Batman and like? <laughs> You know, like Pete Davidson as Batman, and then like Pete Davidson's kid as you know, like it's like all right. I want to I want to take it back and see Sylvester Stallone as Batman. <laughs> just like he just did a Rambo a couple years back. I want to see him just a little, <laughs> a couple more years beat up, and he's the Batman. <laughs> and then it's like it's like Batman twenty forty five. You know what I mean? And they do something like that, like they just did with Blade Runner. And I think I'm all for elderly superheroes. Yeah, like I, I just think, want to see I him like he wasn't. Should be seeing more combat. So I've, I've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's badass. And I think um, in that Rambo movie, I'm not proud that I watched it, but like in that Rambo movie, he, um, I think he ripped someone's throat out or maybe their heart out. He said over the phone because the guy was like, <laughs> "Come get me," and then Rambo was like. I'm going to rip your heart out through your chest. And then at the end, he did it with his hand. He did. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, bro. So I want to see him as the next Batman doing shit like that. I think he just made my point. It, it, I'm, I'm welcoming World War III. I'm okay. <laughs> if the nukes hit, I've, I've said it before, I just, you know, just want a direct hit on me. I don't want to be a survivor after the nukes. I don't want to be trying to clean up the mess. I just want the nuke to hit me. And then be one of the people. Who, like, I don't want to see the new world after that. Oh or whatever. Be one of the few. Well, let's Count pray. me out. Count me out. Well, here's the caveat. If, if the nuclear missiles hit and it causes widespread damage, which then causes my rent and living expenses to go down <laughs> then i'd want to stick around for a little bit <laughs> and less comedians less competition that's more true. that's true that's true <laughs> we you can know, do more Kevin gigs but like there's there's <laughs> not enough people to like do your services either like if you have money like there's not somebody at bj's to go pick your order you know, like there's not like there's a That's lot true. of motherfuckers missing. That, there's not the truck driver to get the shit to like you're gonna be missing out wow. on some shit. Like you might not Chipotle might not even be able to serve people because their their whole chain is down. Like that's that's the shit that I. <laughs> you're making about. Alan so sad about that, his yeah, World that's War the Three. Shit <laughs> I don't want fantasy. 
I can't, I need the service. I need every restaurant open so we can choose from anything from Arby's to Red Robin. Arby's? Outback. I, I need to Chipotle. I need every, to be able to think about that every time we go out on Friday night or whatever night. Like I need all the choices open. If not, I don't want to be in this world. Where, where, where are you? <laughs> where do you live that those are the best restaurants? <laughs> I, I, after I started naming them, I was like, can you do better than that? I was like, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean they were the best. I just wanted to name a variety. My point wasn't to name the best We're ones, in Pennsylvania, but I do, Alan. But we're, 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 we're in a horrible part of the world. Right. Listen, so, I, I've it's been, terrible, but it's horrible. It's not Manhattan. It's not. I've I've been to those restaurants, and the people in there look like they've already been hit by a nuclear bomb. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> not Red Robin, bro. Not to not to everything with the kitchen. Oh, that's talking about Red Robin. <laughs> what about Chipotle? Every, everything with the Chipotle. kitchen sink burger has like bacon ham eggs Ew. it has a whole breakfast <laughs> on top of the burger that's disgusting what do you get how do you what which brings me actually to our next topic which i don't even think you meant to do but i i want to know how you feel about this alan there are certain restaurants that serve the most ridiculous concoctions like you go to these places where they sell milkshakes with like a cake on top of it and 10 lollipops and like like a piece of cheesecake and then like a whole a whole big soft pretzel and that's it, all on top of the milkshake i saw Shit is ridiculous. a video of someone getting like a bloody mary and there was literally a small full rotisserie chicken coming out of it and i'm like okay i just want to say uh that don't impress me much as shania twain would say it's like I, like I'm not just because you're piling dessert on top of dessert. Like I guess it can make sense if you're going to share that with ten people. The pictures like, look amazing. The pictures. It look seems amazing. like all that goes to waste. I'll, I'll let you guys fill it in, but I've just been seeing some of these like crazy concoctions. And just it's shit a final cake on top of a, a scoop of ice cream on top of a waffle on top of a whole milkshake. It's, and then like 10 lollipops coming out of it. And it's yeah. just like, all right, everyone, let's calm down. The pictures I'm, look I'm, I'm all for that because <laughs> if I see someone drinking a Bloody Mary with the rotisserie chicken, <laughs> you know, and like a cheeseburger and a donut on top, to me, <laughs> that's great because I, I, I can identify who that person is right away. And I know I'm, you know, that's it's like one of those things it's like um like when when certain people when bad things happen to certain people it, it's you know it's impolite to say oh you know inside i'm secretly happy <laughs> but inside you know you're watching people you're like yeah you should accelerate your death like what are you doing here you know like what are you, what are you doing you know you're, it's not, you're drinking a Bloody Mary. You can't, you know, Bloody Mary is not good enough. It's been good enough for years. So now, now you want, now you want, now you're like the Ray J of, of, <laughs> of, of your bar. You need that. You can't live just drinking a regular Bloody Mary, not having attention on you. Everyone's got to watch you, you know, drink this thing and eat this thing and it's gross and you don't care. So you really don't care about your own life. Why should we care about your life? 
I, I think it should come with um with a heroin meal <laughs> and um and a little suicide kit. <laughs> it should come with a little with like one of the and a zip tie. <laughs> and a at the end of it, you know. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, dude. Um... <laughs> the bag with a zip tie. <laughs> I guess that is one way to look at it. Uh, I just, especially when I see those milkshakes with 10 things on top of it, I'm just, and everyone's like, oh my God, best milkshakes ever. I'm like, are they? Because if the milkshake was good, you if wouldn't you need take that shit 10 apart shit, first. you know, 10 things like piled in there. If you got to take that shit apart first, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much problems, man. I didn't come to the restaurant for more problems. <laughs> I came for solutions. Um. Okay. <laughs> Well, before we wrap it up, uh, I want to talk about, so Shane, my kid who is now 15, started comedy again. He was doing, I don't know if you ever saw him when he was young, Alan, but he was going on stage sometimes like five or six at like the Lantern or New York Comedy Club. And then he went on at like eight or nine, but I saw the nerves really go through him. And then I saw the adrenaline after. So I was like, let's, let's chill till you're a little older and you can handle those crazy emotions that come with getting on stage but he started doing it again he got up saturday and last thursday i just want to say doing... shane is my favorite science experiment in comedy oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and, and i'm so glad that you volunteered your own child oh for, for this <laughs> well he killed and he was very happy and <laughs> I purposely held him out of the the comedy entertainment world because I didn't want him to have a Macaulay Culkin like turbulent thing or anything. Why Macaulay's so. great? <laughs> now Macaulay's back. Macaulay's yeah. great now. He might be making uh, a movie called Stoned Alone, which I think's great. So Macaulay came back. Wait, Macaulay's great now? Wait, I think where did Macaul you get that? Well, he went through a real, I believe, oh. heroin phase and was looking really, really skinny. And now he really? looks healthy, I think. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting this backwoods news from where like, you know, no nobody else saw, but like is he on E? Like, like No, now he's fine. He he had but, a like where did you find this out? That he was going through like a drug thing years ago. Just like information about him at all. When did you? When did it come up? They, he was on shit like TMZ. Like pictures were popping up of like, look at Macaulay now. You know, and like America's sweetheart, and everyone's like, fuck Macaulay. Meanwhile, we all loved him in Home Alone. You know how how hard America and the world can be on. He was on amazing. People. But anyway, I feel like he could have died right after Home Alone, and like he would. He'd go to heaven. You know how sometimes people die after they put on like a great performance? Like the guy in the crow died during the crow. <laughs> and then like Heath Ledger died after the Joker and Batman. Like I feel like, you know, their work here was done. I feel like Macaulay's work was this done. Is after, Home Alone. <laughs> after Home Alone 2. Oh I'm not going to say one. I'm going to say you need to stick around a little more on this earth till he's about nine years old and do Home Alone 2. Because Home Alone 2 was hitting too. What about I'm glad what about Macaulay's still alive. Um, what about the the was it the good son? 
Yeah. The good son was when it was really winding down. Was when him and Elijah Wood, who who was my middle school yeah. crush. Elijah. Did you know that Alan her she no had, one knows she that. was the only kid who had posters of Elijah Wood. No one else knew who that fucking was. She was like, his eyes are so beautiful. He was my the middle school. Was he naked on Broadway, or is that another guy? Oh, that was a Harry Potter guy. That was yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. What's Harry Potter, okay. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Rad- what is he on Broadway now? I've got those two guys mixed up. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Child, Elijah Child. Wood is Frodo Baggins. <laughs> but I mean, if you're not big into that, then you don't know who that is. So that's that's fine. I'm embarrassed. Well, anyway, Elijah was a real dreamboat back when I was in middle school, and then the, uh, you had the poster above cute, your bed, so you could lay like... in bed and fall asleep to the poster of Elijah Wood, right? Yeah. What a fucking stop i was a child he was such a cutie back then not that he's not cute now but you know what i'm saying he doesn't so so shane is back to stand up so shane's back to stand up he gets up he's going up again uh thursday this thursday at the comedy works i'm not even on that show uh that one i'll be at the comedy (laughs) works though uh may 5th cinco de mayo because i have like a little bit of moroccan in me no that's not why (laughs) anyway um it's just a girl's show. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, Shane's doing it and I'm just proud of him. And I hope that this science experiment, as Alan would say, <laughs> goes great. So a little Petri dish. Does do a lot of people come out for comedy on Cinco de Mayo? Is that a big comedy night? Probably. Yeah, I mean, you get a lot of drunks, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. The worst, which Alan can probably attest for, is when I used to have a weekly show at the lantern there was this thing called santa con where people dress oh. up as santa and get so drunk and like i don't even know if they do comedy on santa con anymore but like you just have a show of drunk santas heckling you and it's just it was uh that was a pretty rough one so cinco de mayo's probably rough ish maybe if you're like barking people in but i think for like a typical show it'll it'll be great you know how every heist movie like a lot in heist movies Whenever everybody's dressed the same, they can pull off like a major heist. I want to do that in, in SantaCon. <laughs> if you're dressed up as Santa, everybody else is dressed up as Santa, you can pull off a fucking heist. It's all about the costumes in those movies. If you, if you want to like, whatever you want to do, if you got a cop uniform, you can do it. You know, maybe if, if you, you should, got, we should all write that movie, SantaCon Heist. No, it'd be so bad. <laughs> He's so good. I bet she gets greenlit. I'm t- that's not that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> we we should try to get Elijah Wood in it. You know, you'll get, <laughs> you'll get your top sex fantasy satisfied. <laughs> no, not anymore. Still, still, still top five. He'd still he'd still be fuckable in a Santa outfit, right? Uh, I feel I don't want to make the movie. I want to pull off a heist. I want to do a crime. You actually want to commit the crime. Yeah. Well, you can't because yeah. you just gave it away. So <laughs> you can't. Now it's oh, a, you think now it's you, a movie. <laughs> you think all law enforcement listens to this podcast? You think, oh, it's over now. I said it on our podcast. <laughs> the, Vill- the Village Lantern reminds me of, um, I remember I did a, a spot on a show there. And uh, there was a guy who was heckling me and wouldn't stop. Um, and you know, I was like, let me just say, you know, I've grown a lot as a person since then, (laughs) (laughs) but I was a little, I was a lot like, uh, a little nuttier, let's say back then. Um, and he wouldn't stop heckling me 
and he said something about having like and he wouldn't like i tried like doing crowd work with him and he wouldn't every question just answered like an insane person um like asked him where he lives he said on mars um and then he said like he has knives in his bag and he's not afraid to use them jeez um but he kept interrupting my set so and then when he said the knife com- the knife comment and when I got off, I, I called the cops. <laughs> and but I called him in as a heckler. I said, there's a guy heckling. <laughs> I'm a comedian. And he wouldn't stop heckling me. And he need to come down here because I think he, uh, you know, he may be dangerous. So when the cops came to the Village Lantern, there's like, there like fucking a whole ton of quad cars just made, just like screeched in and made a whole big, you know, to do the sirens and everything. And, and you know, the Lantern back then, I'm sure now it's a, I'm sure it's an upstanding, wonderful place. But back then, you know, <laughs> there's some, there some people who maybe made a living that may have included the sale of some things that weren't all that legal, you know? So as soon as the cops showed up, like half the bar just like scurries out. <laughs> And the waitress is <laughs> like, who the fuck called the cops? <laughs> oh. like, I thought we all knew no one ever calls the cops. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cops were like, we don't know. Like someone said there's a heckler. And the waitress is like, someone called the cops because of a heckler? <laughs> and she's like, who the fuck did that? And I just walked away. I'm like, I don't know. Sounds like whoever <laughs> <laughs> that is not in his right mind. <laughs> I love how everyone ran when the cops came. Half, half, your, half your audience ran because they thought the cops everyone. were probably there for them. They thought they were coming for them. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and then that you didn't even like say it was you. You're like, yeah, what a maniac. And you just like, yeah, like, <laughs> Jesus. You can't, you can't deal with a heckler? What kind of piece of shit comic is that person? <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Where can people found where can people find you, Alan? So uh, you can find me on uh, social media at Alan Fuchs, A-L-L-A-N-F-U-K-S. Um, on YouTube, Nightmare Fuel Media, Nightmare Fuel Media. We have sketches coming out. Um, and we have a bunch of sketches. You can check out the Statue of Liberty sketch. Uh, there's a sketch where in the height of COVID, I played um I, I, you know, the, you know, free hugs, you know, the free hugs people, <laughs> they hold signs that say free hugs. I always thought those were like, just, I like, did not know about those people. <laughs> at all, In New York, it's a big thing. They're like a, everywhere you'd go before COVID people would hold up signs saying free hugs. I thought those were just mentally ill homeless. That's an organization. Those are like people who like work for an organization. They had like a website and everything. So I played um, the last guy standing who would not give up on hugs. When free hugs folded during COVID. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. Yes. So, I, so I went to Central Park in a hazmat suit, trying to hug people during COVID. <laughs> in real life, you wait. In real, in real life, life, you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty That's amazing. <laughs> so. Oh, so check, so check his stuff out, everyone. For me. <laughs> at the Kate Wolf on Instagram if you want a healing 
uh, kwolf2fs27 at gmail.com. CG on Instagram is cg.erickson. And thank you everyone so much for listening. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys.